0: Homestyle Green episode 164, introducing Nook. Their vision is to provide everyone with the option of an architecturally designed home that's low maintenance, self-sufficient and works in harmony with the environment. Sounds good? Stick around to find out more. G'day, welcome back to another episode of Homestyle Green. I'm Matthew Cutler-Welsh, the host of the show and this is the podcast dedicated to inspiring people to make a better place to live, and someone who is doing just that is Warren Clark and his uh, business partner Shay Perot. Now they are uh, just formed the company Nook, uh, which is Christchurch-based construction well design company. They make houses basically, and I said as I said in the intro, they've got this great vision to provide everyone with architecturally designed homes that are low maintenance, self-sufficient and in harmony with the environment. And one of their homes was featured recently in the Super Home Movement uh, tour of open homes down in Christchurch which was put on by by the team at the Super Home Movement. So I caught up with them recently and uh, had a chat with Warren and uh, really enjoyed talking with him. Before we get into that, just want to do a quick shout out to a few companies, of course, ProClimber, great supporters of the show, uh, really um, thanks. Uh, grateful for their support. If you want to um, really get airtightness right, and you, you do, if you want an energy efficient home, then you need to talk to these guys, check them out at ProClimber.co.nz or ProClimber.com for all your air tightness and vapour control needs, and also tapes as well. They do probably some of the industry-leading tapes. Also, I'd like to welcome to the show, Waka. Now, Waka, uh, they are suppliers of beautiful, beautiful oils and natural wood finishes, all the way from Denmark. But this is really high-quality stuff. But the best thing about Walker is that it, doesn't really have any nasty stuff in it. It's um, it's beautiful stuff to work with. Very good for your internal environment of the home, and uh, they have some a good range of exterior finishes and oils as well. And it, if you have seen the video that I put up on the web uh, on Facebook recently, it's actually their products that I used to clean some of the grime and gunk off of my deck, which was making the the wood very very slippery and quite dangerous. Um, so check them out walker that's that's short for wood care woca walker uh, if you go to walker.co.z you'll be get uh, you'll get redirected to their main website which is loads of information there highly recommend getting them touch if you are all in looking at doing I don't know maybe maybe sanding some floors and getting them back to a nice finish or like I am cleaning up a some decking outside, then definitely check these guys out. That's woca.co.nz. And finally, it's that time of year where condensation is a bit of an issue, certainly is in my place. Uh, You probably need to get that sorted. So if you are looking at ventilation, do it right. Don't just go for that positive pressure um, that's not even fresh air. Uh, your ceiling space is not fresh air. You need good, ideally, um, heat recovery ventilation system. And if you can't do that, you've got a tricky ceiling, then check out the Lunos, which is available from The Heating Company. And you can find them at The Heating Company. That's all one word. Theheatingcompany.co.nz. All right, let's get on with this week's interview. Warren from Nook. And I asked, uh, started out by asking Warren why. He does what he does.
1: Well, I um, I really enjoy um, uh, building uh, designing people's houses, and you know you get to know clients um, through conversation and talking, and and they usually come with a a group of ideas and set ways of what they they're looking at because they've been through all the show homes and they've 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 invariably been researching it and they've watched all the uh, grand design programs, and Mm. and it's a real. Uh, it's a wonderful challenge to be able to um, look at their land, um, look at what they're trying to achieve, and talk to them about budget. Yeah. At <laughs> the serious end. Um, and, and, it's, and it's really wonderful to take them um, – I suppose you're sort of taking them on a journey, really, because you know even though they've got all this information and all this data, it's not till you, till you formulate ideas and put them on on a, on a page – uh, or even in, in a three d computer animation um that they begin to see that what what they're wanting to do and and it really becomes quite strong for them so it's um uh it's it's been absolutely wonderful um you know spending fifteen years doing that for people and and now uh, you sort of take it a um the step further and you can talk to them about how um how the home's going to help them and how it's going to be um Easy to live in and easy to heat, and you—you um, you know, there's so much more technology that you can you can incorporate now um, that makes that whole experience of living in that environment that much
0: better. What sort of technology specifically?
1: Um, first of all, I, I, the, the free technology—the sun. I, I always design so that the house can be warmed by the sun uh-huh. for free. Um, so that's always a good one, and then um, on from there, you look at um, insulation and air tightness, and um, and and on from there, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's 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 um, things that I, I always incorporate now, and that's you always max out the insulation to them to the as as much as you can. Um, again, depending on their construction and the design and what they're wanting to achieve and those sorts of things, but. Um, you know, when you talk to them about the cost of doing that, it, it's just absolutely minimal. You know, people will spend more on a uh, on a television screen than they will by increasing <laughs> the insulation in their in their house. You know, and when you tell them the benefits of what's going to happen, it's a no-brainer. Um, I've never ever had a client say no.
0: Is that um, right? Oh, you must be very convincing.
1: <laughs> um, no, but you know, well, they invariably really go and buy the TV screen.
0: You know, <laughs> they can not, understand very it's quickly. It's not or; it's and. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you tell them? How do you make that case?
1: Um, I just say to them one of the one of the cheapest, simplest things you can do to, for your house is um, look at your air tightness and look at your insulation. Um, one of the things I like to do is talk to them about um, and say, look, imagine if your house was a fridge. You look at a fridge, and a fridge works at the highest uh, economy of energy use when it's the doors closed and nothing else happens, you know. But you look at a fridge and it's got thick walls and it's insulated and it's airtight.
0: It doesn't have windows either.
1: It doesn't have windows, but you know, <laughs> you've you've got to have bits and pieces like that. That that comes later. Yeah, yeah. But um but when you have when you look at it like that, it's able to keep and you don't open those doors and windows, it's able to keep that temperature at a constant temperature very energy efficiently. Yep. Yeah. So you talk to them about that and then they begin to understand, you know, because everybody stands at a fridge and looks at the fridge and, and somebody always says close the damn door. Um uh-huh. so, you know, once you 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 get that across to them, then from then on it's 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 quite easy, really.
0: I've often thought about the differences between car doors and house doors and the fact that car doors have that satisfying Kind of funk noise, and and they, you know, when when a car door is closed, it's closed. Yep. Um. We we haven't seemed to have got that with our houses. They're they're, no. they're sort of leaky around the edges. Yeah.
1: They, um. Well, in actual fact, um. Funnily enough, you probably find that there's more air that travels through the cladding than would travel through a window.
0: Ah, interesting. Because yeah. Because you look at the the the
1: sealants the sealants they've got around, um, aluminium and UPVC and timber and all those sorts of things now, Mm, is actually quite good. Now, Mm -hmm. yes, that's right. It's really quite good. But, you know, then you've also got to think about your timber framing and you've got to think about how you're going to airtight that and what happens when you do. Because when you stop that airflow, you stop that movement. You also stop the movement of condensation and you stop the movement of 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 um, dust and all those sorts of other things. So if that stops, then what happens to the buildup of condensation within the house? So then you've got to talk about introducing um, mechanically mechanically vented he- heat recovery. Yeah. Um, yep. And when they can get their head around that, they look at it and go, well, that's a no-brainer. You know, because that's they've lived in houses yeah. – um, that they've come home at night and they've been cold mm-hmm. and they turn the heater on and all the condensation happens on the walls and they've and in the windows and all those sorts of things and they've wondered why. And when you talk to them about that um, and talk to them around that, then, yeah, they they quickly cotton on to those sorts of things too.
0: You mentioned cost. Uh, I want to come back to that briefly. Can you wrap some numbers around that? What When you say going from just standard code compliance Walls say one point nine or something in in the you know standard ninety mil frame. What is someone looking um, at for a for a typical three four bedroom home to upgrade to what you would consider a decent level or, or the maximum possible?
1: Well, I I say to my clients that <clears throat> the minimum you should put in your walls if you're using ninety mil framing is R two point eight. Yep. And. Um, and I always say to them, R five in the ceilings. You know, um, you can go higher.
0: So putting that into context, the requirement is on a, on a two
1: hundred square metre home. I, don't, I imagine you're only talking another two to three thousand dollars.
0: Right, and and that's going up from what the code requires, which is about code three, in the cr- 3. is two point
1: four in the walls and three point six in the ceilings.
0: And so you recommend going up to a five in the ceiling? Yep. And I'm guessing that uh, that would be a complete five, as opposed to a five with lots of holes in it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And so you reckon about two or three thousand dollars for that?
1: I don't think it's any more than that. No, in fact, it possibly could be even less. I might even be over overestimating that.
0: And would you would you recommend um, sticking with a 90 mil frame, or do you often go thicker than that?
1: Um, what we are experimenting with at the moment is is a design that's come from passive house. And that's where we're using a 90mm frame mm-hmm. with uh, no dwings. Um But what we're doing is we're putting a 50mm um, batten on the inside yeah. of that 90mm frame.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and um, so we're having a uh, an air tightness uh, barrier on the outside of the frame and on the inside of the frame between the batten and the stud. Mm-hmm. And then we're putting the jib on the front. And what we're doing is we're running our utilities, our... Our water pipes and our electrical and um, data cables and all those sorts of things is going to run in that cavity. So we've got a we've got a ninety mil framing that's airtight, and that creates the, our airtightness barrier between inside and outside.
0: Yeah, and it's also a more complete <laughs> layer of insulation because you're not interrupting it with a whole bunch of. Cables and pipes. Exactly,
1: exactly. I I remember um, it wasn't too long ago. I used to say to my clients, you know, come please, please bear with me, you know, because what you do is you spend all this money putting this lovely insulation in this house, and then you go and cut a whole lot of seals, seal, uh, cut a whole lot of holes mm. in your ceiling to put in bloody lights. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, you're just defeating the purpose. Yeah. So you know, there's you've got to get them get them on board in all sorts of ways.
0: Music to my ears.
1: But but we also put that um, air tightness layer between the bottom cord of the truss and the um, ceiling batten, so then you can have your LED lights because they're low profile and they can sit between the ceiling jib and your air tightness barrier. Right. And again, so run all your services in that yeah. in that cavity. Yeah. As well as your heat recovery, as well as all your electrical, um, and again you're not. Um, penetrating your air tightness barrier.
0: Oh, so how big is that cavity?
1: Oh, it's only 35 mil.
0: And you still get your ventilation through there?
1: Yeah, yeah. We're working with a company here in Christchurch that's using um, 100 by 35 um, ducting.
0: So the, the flat the, kind yeah, of rectangular it's very, section. Very
1: flat ducting. And they run it inside, for the heat recovery, they run it inside the ceiling batten.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah.
0: Um, Wow, so uh, who is that? You can you can give us a brand name.
1: Um,
0: oh, what do they
1: call themselves? EcoMaster. <laughs> um, it's the guys. Um, they, they also do the underfloor heating too.
0: Oh, is that is that Martin? At it's Martin Marty, Yes. Oh, it's, really? Yeah,
1: Martin and his team. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Huh. he's all and he's all over Super Home Movement as well, which we we can yes. uh, we can come on to. How did you get to? Be in this kind of higher performance type of design because you didn't start out there, did you? you? You were sort of a typical architectural designer working for a a, a large um, yes. house producer. Yes, I was. <clears throat> why yep. did um, Why did you Why did you branch away? Because there's plenty of money to be made just in, in building regular houses.
1: Oh yeah, but you know, if you build to code, it's the worst you can build. True. And and I kept building to code, and you know, and I'm I, look. The, the upside of working with those guys was the fact that I learnt how to build to a budget, and I learnt how to to be cost conscious. But there's a point of being cost conscious, and then there's a point of being, uh, you know, I mean, the government talks about affordable housing. Well, yes, we can we can do affordable housing, and we can do it at code, but that housing is going to be around for fifty to a hundred years, mm-hmm. and. We know that electricity has gone up 100% every decade since the 70s, and the government will tell you that it's gone up 200% from, 20 to, from 2000 to 2015. So it's going to keep going up, and it's going to keep more and more money to heat these houses. Yeah. So why do we keep building houses that are basic, that are not energy efficient, that are going to be expensive to run in the future?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're not building much better than a 1910 villa in Mount Eden. You know, apart from the fact that we've closed up a few gaps and we've got some double glazing and now we put some insulation in, the principle is exactly the same. We haven't moved on very far.
0: What do you think was it that made you passionate about that uh, yet others still toe that line?
1: Um, I I did the – I did an introductory course to passive house um, a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. it was the light bulb moment. Really? Yeah, and it, from from many different ways. Not only was the construction and and how they're doing it and all those sorts of things, but it was it was um, it was the fact that you could mathematically model it, and you could model it, prove it, build it, and then see what the outcome was. And the outcome should be the fact that you've built it, and it's. Yeah. It, you know, because you've modelled it, yep. and I thought, well, why why aren't we doing that? And then there were several things that came up in that: um, the difference between R values and U values, um, the fact that air tightness should only be considered when doing your H one calculations. It's there's nothing in there that says you can only have so many so many um, air movements per hour in a dwelling, and yet. We live in a country that has wind all the time. We're on an island, so we have lots of um, weather. Um, we we have lots of condensation. Um, and and here we are building houses that are still actually relatively drafty.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So for those that aren't familiar, H1 is our part of the code that deals with energy efficiency. Yes. But it really only requires a level of insulation, doesn't it? It doesn't pay, like you say, any attention at all to the (laughs) movement of air. No. No. None whatsoever. No. And, And I have had conversations with people from North America and Europe and they find that well, it would be comic book, like, if it wasn't so sad, but yeah, um, you know, yeah. It, it just doesn't follow any logic of physics, really.
1: Well, in most of Europe, it's 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 legislated that um, you have to do a blower door test and you have to prove um, how airtight the house is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yet here we just have to, hello, consider it.
0: So, when you were going into that course, were you sceptical?
1: Um, no, no, I went in with an open mind um, I'd done research on it and mm-hmm. um and that and I thought, well, I suppose the only skepticism was for me coming from my background was cost and i right. thought well, how how can how can that relate to the person that is wanting an entry level house
0: yeah yep. you
1: know, because um some of that technology is quite dear mm-hmm. um, there's no doubt about it um and that's, but what I came away with was that from my background and what I'd learnt was, okay, how can we give that level of technology to uh, an entry-level house? And that's what we're trying to prove when we're going to build the house um, here in Christchurch and at, um, at New Brighton. We're doing a, um, a, a small energy-efficient house and we're using all the principles that I've learnt um, to try and do exactly that, to try and build um, a near-passive house um, for under 400000
0: Right. So that's uh, that's build cost? Yes. And this is Nook, is it? This is the… Yes.
1: Nook in association with um, ZBuilt. Um, ZBuilt are the people that are obviously building it for us. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a collaboration between the two of us and um, it's something that, that um, they're passionate about um, and it's something that I suppose um, I want to prove.
0: Absolutely, that's. I, I mean, that's. Uh, I think the way forward is quality versus quantity of house. Yeah. So small yeah. and uh, and performs well rather than massive and inefficient. Yes. Which is. Um, yeah. I hopefully, the, hopefully the way it's going, it might just be the, the kind of people that I'm hanging around with these days. But um, <laughs> I'm seeing, <laughs> seeing more of it. Um, Actually, look, it's uh, it's something that's
1: happened. One of the things that happened here in Christchurch um, with the earthquake was the fact mm -hmm. that um, an awful lot of consumers um, had to build a home. They didn't want to build a home, but they had to build a home. So there's actually a lot of people in Christchurch here that looked at it and went, well, okay then. Um, I've been living in a a cold, damp, drafty house for the last 30 years and now it's destroyed. Um, What can I get? And they yeah. suddenly started looking at all sorts of other things and, they, and the word eco popped up in everybody's vocabulary. Um, but what you found was that people started doing research into, yes, eco, but then they discovered that actually what they're really talking about was energy efficiency and they wanted a warm house and they wanted to be able to do it in a, in a relatively cost-effective way. Yeah. Um, so that thing I was talking about before about selling in energy and selling um, uh, insulation um, like I said, nobody ever said no because they understood immediately. Um, if they hadn't retrofitted insulation, um, they were certainly thinking about it, and they knew what a cold house was in Christchurch. Yeah. So, when you said, "Hey, look, it's just it's going to cost this," it was again, it was just one of those no-brainers. But then it sort of went on, and then they started looking at um, um, photovoltaics and all those sorts of things because the because Ecan said, "Oh, well, if you if you're building a house, you can't have a fire." Um, because um, if you if you um how did it work it worked that um, if you're building a new house you couldn't have a fire unless it was ultra low emission yeah um, but you could replace an existing fire with a with an approved fire so suddenly these people that were rebuilding houses on the same land couldn't have a fire so they had to look at alternatives um and then they started exploring these other ideas such as underfloor heating um, and then you talk to them. Well, if you're going to underfloor heat, you must insulate the slab.
0: Yeah, yeah. So is that driven from energy efficiency or comfort?
1: Oh, both. Christchurch people are quite
0: frugal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's quite um, cold as well. It is. It's a cold place. It
1: yes, uh, it is. We're um we're probably sitting here at about six or seven degrees at the moment. With mm. Rain outside. Um, it it can be quite cold. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and there's, there's no reason why um, uh, you can't um, have a warm house that's 20 degrees year-round
0: and not cost the earth. Mm, I love that. And as you've mentioned, in your mind it's very clear that airtightness is, is a big part of that. Um, so do you have any issues convincing people of that these days? Are people still concerned when they hear airtightness? Is it, is it, are people nervous about it?
1: Um, yeah, they, it's it's one of those things where um, because it's behind the wall, mm. um, they can't quite grasp why they would need it. Um, you know what's the use behind it? But I suppose when they are on board, it's it's not a problem. Right. Um, and there's enough people around, such as you know Bob Burnett and Martin and and guys like that that have spoken enough. And I mean I. I used to do energy efficiency seminars at the Home Ideas Centre and nice. the place was always packed. We'd right. always have 40 or 50 people sitting there right. wanting to know more. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, the information's getting out there and people are definitely um, – and, of course, with the super home that we're doing at the moment, you know, we, we are getting literally hundreds of people a weekend going through these houses
0: yes now um so super home we haven't talked about that right I, I mean I've talked to Bob personally, but we haven't had uh an episode about that um so for people that haven't come across it yet what's what's super home all about oh super home is
1: a um is a collective of uh, like minded um service people I suppose you call it mm-hmm. it's everybody from builders to architects to um under floor heating to um to uh, air tightness barriers. Um, anybody that, that has that technology or that want or that need, um, we're just a collective of people so that it, when consumers want to know something, they can come along to us and go, right, you know, I want to do this, um, blah, blah, blah. What can we do? Um, and you can send them to the people that know that uh, information and they know the technology and they can gain more information out of it. Yeah, um, It's just um, – Um, Bob came up with it, he said he wanted to build um, a 1,000 super homes in the next five years, which is a pretty big ask. Yeah. But, um, you know, even if we only built 500, that's 500 better than what we've had before.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's a different approach, that collaborative um, sort of way of doing things rather than trying to kind of, close the walls in and, and protect everything. It's it's sharing information, isn't it, and saying, well, talk oh, to yeah. these guys about doing this, talk to yep. those guys about that. At the end of yep. the day, everyone wins.
1: Absolutely, mm. yeah, that, and that's that's what it's all about. And, you know, we're, it's a it's a not-for-profit, um, so we don't, um, you know, if you gain a job out of it, all well and good. If you don't, somebody's learned something, you know. Yeah, and they, yeah. If, and if they don't, Buy your product or buy your service, then they will tell somebody that does because yeah. it, it's just. I suppose it's open source, if
0: anything. Absolutely, yes. Mm. So, Super Home Movement definitely check that out. Now, where can people find out about Nook? We haven't uh, talked too much about Nook.
1: Um, well, we've we've got a website. Yep. Um, and uh, we're part of the Super Home, and we're going to um, start our um, uh, like I say this this show home. Yep. So um, that will be up on the website. Soon, and we'll have blogs and we'll have um, video updates and we're going to do um, all sorts of things in there. Um, we've got some uh, very interesting technology that we're going to be using and um, it's actually a, a really exciting project.
0: Good, good. Well, wow. I look forward to uh, hearing and seeing more about that. So what's the uh, website? Um, where uh, just,
1: oh, it's, it's nook.nz. There's no code. So it's just okay. Yep. .nz. Excellent. Yep, that's
0: us. Well, uh, I'll definitely link that up and people can check it out and, uh, and watch your progress because it's, uh, it's fascinating stuff and very exciting to see that there's some really good options coming onto the market. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much, Warren. Really oh, appreciate your time. Sir. Thank you, Matthew. Awesome. Good talking to you. And that was Warren Clark from Nook. They are an innovative architectural design studio. They're doing things a little bit differently and I love that. They've got a bit of a, a different... Uh, process uh, very user-friendly website so check that out it's nook.nz simple nook n-o-o-k dot n-z if you enjoyed this episode then i'd love it if you could head over to itunes and leave a rating and or a review over there it really helps get the word out and uh, for more people to find us also we're on facebook and i'm on twitter at Cutler welsh or one word m-c-u-t-l-e-r W-E-L-S-H. Love it if you uh, want to follow me there. Um, and uh, otherwise, drop me an email, Matthew at HomestyleGreen.com. If there's anything that you'd like to find out about this show or ask a question or, or suggest uh, any, any interviewees or any um, questions that you might have, love to hear from you. If you've got any feedback, that'd be great. And there will be some notes available with some of the links that were mentioned in this show as well. You can find those at homestylegreen.com forward slash 164. Thank you very much. Now go make a better place to live.